Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. Paul White here, 26th day of November. We continue our journey through Jesus' statements of Luke 4, 18, when the Spirit of the Lord is upon him. And he says, he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. We've dealt with each of those in subsequent days. So if you're just jumping in, go back and catch each one of those. Today we deal with the next line and recovery of sight to the blind. I want to repeat something I told you a few days ago, and that is that Jesus adds this phrase to this less to this spot because if you look at Isaiah 61 where he's reading from, it does not say recovery of sight to the blind. However, in multiple spots Isaiah prophesies of a day when God will recover sight to the blind. So Jesus, I mean he's not he's not just making something up, but he is adding it to this text, he's adding it to this spot, at least from the Hebrew, uh, because Jesus becomes the fulfillment of the recovery of sight to the blind. A couple of things to say about this. One, we don't have a recorded incident in the Old Testament of a blind person being made to see. So when Jesus begins to recover sight to the blind, it's an unprecedented miracle. The world hasn't, hasn't, doesn't have record of this for what that's worth. Uh, To me, it says God's doing a new thing. Okay. Also, it's not as if there was walking on water and turning water to wine either. I I don't want to overemphasize that as something new, but I do think it's worth notating. It's worth saying. I mean, we even have Old Testament stories of the dead being raised, but not recovery of sight to the blind. I've even read commentators who stated that it was believed to be the, you know, some curse from God. And so Jesus taking that, tackling that physical malady is also tackling a spiritual misnomer from people who think, you know, God's working a certain way. In in whatever case, what really intrigues me about it is not that Jesus makes blind people see. That, to me, seems obvious. Why would he be hindered by making by the blind. He can, he can do anything. What is interesting to me is that Jesus himself in dealing with a blind man in John chapter nine has a little conversation with the religious leaders and says, or I'm sorry, with the man he healed who says, uh, and Jesus asked him, do you believe in the son of God? And he says, well, I want to believe in him. And Jesus said, well, that I'm he, Lord, I believe. And Jesus makes this statement in John 9, 39. For judgment I have come into this world, that those who do not see may see, and that those who see may be made blind. Then some of the Pharisees who were with him heard these words and said to him, Are we blind also? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you'd have no sin. But now you say, We see, therefore your sin remains. And so this is a fascinating encounter. And this is only John records this. That might say something. But it's, and I say that because John's given you a unique picture of Jesus, sort of a resurrected Jesus in a way. And here's Jesus dealing with this great issue of blindness, but, but throws a curveball in. He doesn't just heal the man that's born blind. He makes a statement for judgment, the Greek word E-I-S, ice, uh, which isn't just for, but also into, into judgment, I have come into this world. And so Jesus comes into a judgment 
For the purpose, he says, that those who do not see may see. There's Jesus making blind people see. And that those who see may be made blind. There's Jesus making sighted people blind. Well, the fascinating aspect of that is that we don't have Jesus making sighted people blind. He doesn't walk up to someone in the Gospels and say, because of what you just did, boom, you can't see anymore. No. But we do have him multiple times healing blind people. And it's the fascinating thing there is that he, he doesn't usually do it the same way twice. He, sometimes he spits on the ground. Sometimes he touches their eyes. Sometimes he speaks the word. Uh, one gospel, he touches the eye, but the, the Greek makes it look like he touches his own eyes, almost as a way of pointing at his eyes. And then the other man is healed. It's, it, that to me is interesting because it says to me that this amazing new thing of healing the blind is an indication that the Holy Spirit is doing a new thing and that he doesn't always do it the same way twice. So you can't put the Holy Spirit in a box. He's going to move in his way, in his time. I think what it means when Jesus says, I make the blind to see and those who see to me made blind, is that sometimes we, our eyes have been opened to things they should be shut to. And some of those things are that which doesn't truly define us, and we need blinded to them so that our eyes can be opened to a new reality. Saul encounters Jesus on the road to Damascus and is blinded. In fact, the Saul story is the physical fulfillment of John chapter 9, verse 39. He makes those who can see to be made blind. Saul could see righteousness through the law. He could see zeal that persecuted the church, and he needed blinded to those things. And when he encounters Jesus, he's blinded, and he goes to the house of Ananias, and three days later, his sight is restored. And there's an indication there of a resurrection. It's, it's three days. He, he, he comes out of a grave. His eyes are opened. He can now see. And that's God blinding us to the things we don't need, so that we can have our eyes open to the things that we do need. So Jesus came into the world and was anointed to recover sight to the blind, meaning not just the physically blind, but to those of us who are blind spiritually to the new way of living. We're blind to our new reality. He's here to open our eyes. Don't be surprised. If in the process of opening your eyes to the new reality, he has to close your eyes to the old way, that's a part of what he does. Journeying onward, we will arrive at to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and we'll deal with it tomorrow. See you then. God bless.